Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, you are worthy. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. When my life is burdened with sorrow and it seems all help is gone, Jesus whispers, do not falter, I will leave thee not alone. Then somehow amidst my trials, how it is I cannot see. Still I hear a voice from heaven gently saying, follow me. There is sunshine in the shadow. There is sunshine in the rain. There is sunshine in our sorrow when our hearts are filled with pain. There is sunshine when we're burdened. There is sunshine when we pray. There is sunshine, heavenly sunshine, blessed sunshine all the way. Sometimes my friends do forsake me, and I'm tempted to despair. Then I think of my dear Jesus to lay his head he had nowhere. Oh, it pays to follow Jesus just to learn of him each day. And I guarantee my brother, you'll have sunshine all the way. There is sunshine in the shadow. There is sunshine in the rain. There is sunshine in our sorrow. When our hearts are filled with pain, there is sunshine when we're burdened. There is sunshine when we pray. There is sunshine, heavenly sunshine, blessed sunshine all the let me recommend him to you. I have found no friend like him. He is one who 
Never deceive you, but stay with you to the end. If you would have peace and comfort, let his banner be unfurled. He was lifted upon Calvary. And his name can save the world. There is sunshine in the shadows. There is sunshine in the rain. There is sunshine in our sorrow. When our hearts are filled with pain, there is sunshine when we're burdened. There is sunshine when we pray. There is sunshine, heavenly sunshine, blessed sunshine all the there is sunshine in the shadow. There is sunshine in the rain. There is sunshine in our sorrow when our hearts are filled with pain. There is sunshine when we're burdened. There is sunshine when we pray. There is sunshine, heavenly sunshine, blessed sunshine all the way. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, thank you, Lord, for peace in the storm, sunshine in the shadow. Hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. You are my strength and my shield. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Praise you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I will enter his gates with thanksgiving in my heart. I will enter his courts with praise. I will say this is the day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice for he has made me glad. He has made me glad. He has made me glad. I will rejoice, for he has made me glad. He has made me glad. He has made me glad. I will rejoice, for he has made me glad. I will enter his gates with thanksgiving in my heart. I will enter his courts with praise. I will say this is the day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice for he has made me glad. 
He has made me glad. He has made me glad. I will rejoice for he has made me glad. He has made me glad. He has made me glad. I will rejoice for he has made me glad. I will enter his gates with thanksgiving in my heart. I will enter his courts with praise. I will say this is the day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice for he has made me glad. He has made me glad. He has made me glad. I will rejoice for he has made me glad. He has made me glad. He has made me glad. I will rejoice for he has made me glad. Praise God. Our Lord and our Savior is worthy of worship. He is worthy of all praise. Hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you. Hallelujah, Jesus. We worship and we praise you. We thank you, Lord Jesus, that no matter what circumstance or situation I face, I can have joy unspeakable and full of glory. I can experience peace that passes all understanding. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. This is available to every child of God. Hallelujah, Jesus. Whenever we desire it, whenever we'll claim it, whenever we'll start walking and living in it. Praise God. The child of God doesn't have to fear anything. We're not given a spirit of fear. Praise God. Whatever, whatever we face, whatever circumstance we find ourselves in, we can have peace that passes all understanding. It's not a natural peace. It's not a peace I just work myself up to. It's a supernatural peace. It comes from God. And it comes from the knowledge and the assurance that He fights for me. He's walking through every trial in the midst of it with me. Praise God. Praise God. We serve an awesome God. And I'm delighted to be in His presence with you this morning. Psalm 133 and 1. That's where we'll get our Scripture text. Psalm chapter 133 and verse 1. <clears throat> While you're turning there, I want to welcome our visitor, our guest this morning. Uh, Kenneth Robinson is here with us today. And we're delighted. Amen. We're delighted to have you here, sir. If you have any questions that you need answered, uh, please let uh, Sister Rudy or, or Brother Bob there know. Uh, we'll get those answered for you. Amen. I pray that the Lord ministers to your needs here today. Amen. Psalm 133 and 1 says this, Behold how good and how pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity. Amen. Today we'll be talking on the whole body. The whole body. Let's pray one more time and ask God. It's His perfect will to minister to the needs here today. There is a specific need that I'll be addressing today. But every need is God's purview. Every need that you have, God can answer. He wants to answer. 
Amen. Let's loose Him today to do exactly that. Lord Jesus, I continue to worship and praise You. I am so thankful for this opportunity You've given us today. Lord Jesus, we desire a move of the Holy Ghost here. We desire You to work and to move and to speak and to act according to Your perfect will and according to our desperate need today. I pray, God, that You would bind this body together as one, that we would indeed dwell together in unity, that this body would be fitly framed together according to the will and plan of Almighty God. Let Your perfect will be accomplished here today in these things we ask. In the precious name of Jesus Christ, Amen. Praise God. God bless you. Thank you for standing. You can be seated today. Most of us are familiar with the Egyptian pyramids. The pyramids are a marvel of engineering. Uh, People are still studying them today. One of the things that I find fascinating and that a lot of people find fascinating about the pyramids is this. Even though they're thousands, thousands of years old, some of these pyramids, they still can't get a piece of paper to fit between the rocks. They were cut so perfectly and fit together so closely. They can't get anything between them, even after thousands of years of weathering, thousands of years of aging. Amen. The body of Christ. Ephesians chapter 2, 19 through 22 says this Now therefore, ye are no more strangers and foreigners, but fellow citizens with the saints and of the household of God, and are built upon the foundation of the apostles and prophets, Jesus Christ himself being the chief cornerstone, in whom all the building fitly framed together groweth unto an holy temple in the Lord, in whom ye also are builded together for an habitation of God through the Spirit. The church is the body of Christ, and we are built as a building, the foundations of which are the apostles and prophets, Jesus Christ himself being the chief cornerstone. This building, according to the will and plan of God, is to be fitly framed together. Fitly framed together. So close that nothing can come between us. So close that nothing, no one, no spirit, no situation, will ever come between two brothers or sisters. But that's not always the case, is it? Every once in a while, Satan can get in. Now, before I go any farther, let me tell you uh, a little bit about what's going on. Absolutely nothing. As I go through this message, there are going to be individuals that think I'm referring specifically to them. In fact, there are going to be a lot of people that are thinking that I'm going to be referring specifically to them or to a situation. I assure you, I am not. If this were just any one situation, I would deal with it as one situation. But this is affecting the entire body of Christ. And so I'm, in, I'm addressing it as such. It's even tried to affect me. And I had to pray through this as well. And I get upset when it starts to, to affect me. I get upset because I hate it when the, the enemy comes at me and attacks. I hate that. I hate that he feels bold enough to do that. So in Jesus' name, I hit him back. As is my purview as a child of God. 
We don't have to deal with that, folks. We don't have to endure the temptations or the attacks of Satan until he gets tired of trying. That's not, that's not what we are to do. We are to resist. We are to submit to God and to resist, to fight. This is a battle, folks. We're still at war. We're in a spiritual battle. And in some sense, actually, I guess, I'm encouraged that we're being attacked like this. We're doing something right. We've got the enemy's notice. Amen. That to me is encouraging. I still hate that he feels bold enough to do it. However, we have the enemy's attention, folks. Now, what are we going to do with it? There is a spirit that is seeking to divide this congregation. I'm not speaking to individuals. I'm not speaking to situations. I'm speaking about a spirit. And it's not just one situation. There's a few situations that I'm aware of. There's probably more that I'm not aware of. It's happening simultaneously. A spirit that's seeking to divide brother and sister. A spirit that's seeking to separate us one from another. A spirit that seeks to destroy what God is beginning to do in this place. And I'm not going to abide it. I'm going to ask that each of you do not abide that either. There's a spirit that wants to kill us, that wants to kill you before you've become the person God created you to be. And if He can separate you out, all the better. If we allow someone to get in between us now, I know the decision is easy sometimes. And sometimes we can argue that it's justified. But I'm talking about a higher principle here. I'm talking about a higher law. That we cannot allow anything to come between us. We have got to stay unified as the body of Christ. We have got to remain fitly framed together as the body of Christ. If we allow Satan to come in and divide us, if we allow room in this building for him to stick something between us. That's on us. We know what he's going to do with every inch we give him. We give him any room. He's going to use it and a whole lot more. So church, brothers, sisters, don't allow it to happen. Don't allow it to happen. Referring to the spirit behind this, Romans 16, 17 and 18 says this, Now I beseech you, brethren, mark them which cause divisions and offenses contrary to the doctrine which ye have learned, and avoid them. For they that are such serve not our Lord Jesus Christ, but their own belly, and by good words and fair speeches deceive the hearts of the simple. Now I'm going to go through several verses here consecutively, and we're going to discover this. God hates the spirit. He hates it. He has nothing good to say about it. I don't see anywhere in Scripture where He gives us permission to oblige this Spirit. I don't see anywhere where He gives us permission to indulge a separating Spirit in our lives. I don't see it. If you see it, please come talk to me after service. Maybe I missed it. But I'm not seeing it. And we're going to see how the Lord feels about this spirit. 
So I'm encouraging us. I'm exhorting us. Don't indulge it. Don't give it any credence. Tell it to shut its mouth and pass on by. 1 Corinthians 1, 10 and 11 says, Now I beseech you, brethren, by the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, that ye all speak the same thing, and that there be no divisions among you, but that ye be perfectly joined together in the same mind and in the same judgment. For it hath been declared unto me of you, my brethren, by them which are of the household house of Chloe, that there are contentions among you. Now, folks, contentions are fine in and of themselves. It's okay if you disagree with me. It's okay if I disagree with you. Not necessarily about doctrine or Scripture, but I love Brother Bob. He loves the Steelers. Now, this is America. Bob has the right to be wrong. He can do that. I'm still going to love Brother Bob. I'm still going to love him. Even though he's wrong. (laughs) Amen. And if it ever becomes a problem between me and Bob, we're going to do the adult thing and talk it out. Is that all right? If we just talk, communicate? If I hear someone's talking bad about me, I'm not going to start hating the person. Yeah, that sounds just like him. I'm going to go to the individual. Hey, I'm, uh, this is what I'm hearing. Is this true? If it is true, well, then we need to talk. Let's hash this out. There's nothing wrong with that. Disagreements are going to happen. You get two people in a room, they're not going to agree on everything. You get 20 people in a room, God help us all. But that's okay. That's fine. It's okay to disagree. Now, if you got something bad to say, say it to someone's face. Or better yet, maybe just pray through and don't say it at all. Say something nice about the person. But if you're going to say it to someone, you just can't resist. Say it to the individual. Say it to the individual, please. And talk it out. I read something somewhere. I can't remember exactly where it was at, but these two guys, it was in a uh, fiction book. These two guys were talking, and, and uh, it was an old guy and a young guy. And uh, the young guy was, was listening to the wisdom of the old man. It was a Western. It was a Western. They were sitting around a campfire. And he's just trying to teach the young man some things, things about life. And he said... Uh, uh, now I can't remember what he said. You gotta. It's something about it's something about people. Oh my word. Yeah, I just, it just came to me. Anyway, he said that uh, he said it really cool. I'm, I'm going to say it really bad, but you'll get the meaning. Uh, he said that you just have to you just have to. Give people some slack. You have to understand that, that people are people. And people are going to do people things. And, and you do people things as well. And so uh, just, just be patient with people. Just try to understand you know, where they're coming from. And you know, I thought that was pretty good advice, actually. That uh, 
if I can understand where you're coming from, instead of just getting all defensive and, and well, bless God, you're wrong. <clears throat> I'm right. Well, maybe I'm wrong. You know, I've I got to admit, that's a possibility. I'm not the Pope. I'm not perfect. I'm not Jesus Christ. I'm not infallible. So, I need to understand that sometimes I can be wrong too. And you can be wrong too. So, there are, there are sometimes good reasons to disagree. There are sometimes good reasons for that conversation to take place. But I never have a good reason to start thinking evil about my brother or sister. I never have a good reason to start uh, hating my brother and sister uh, because of something that may or may not have happened, may or may not have been said. That's the enemy getting in between us. And I'm allowing that by indulging it. The enemy is going to do it, folks. Well, that's not fair. He's taking advantage. Yes, yes, I agree. He's not fair. He is taking advantage. That's what he does. And he's going to continue to do that. So don't give him an advantage. Don't give him an edge. Don't give him a, a, a crack or, or, or a, a slit to get anything into. Close it up. Lock it down. Stay unified. Stay fitly framed together. Luke 11 and 17 says, But he, knowing their thoughts, said unto them, Every kingdom divided against itself is brought to desolation, and a house divided against a house falleth. Now here he was referring to the kingdom of Satan, but it's equally true for the house of God. If Satan can divide us and split us up, he wins. Has anybody ever been a part of a church split? You know what I'm talking about by a church split. They're devastating. Nothing good ever comes of a church split. It destroys people. It destroys congregations. It hinders the work of God. Nothing good ever comes of it. And it all stems from contention. It all stems from a spirit of division. That's it. And Satan wins. Let it not be named so among you. The spirit of contention, the spirit of division. We can feel perfectly righteous and justified in, in the moment. We can. And I've been there. I know we can. But I'm talking about a higher principle than, than my rights or my feelings or, or, or even my, my personal uh, reputation. I'm talking about something higher than that. Unity with the body of Christ. It's got to remain sacrosanct. It's got to remain uh, inviolate. It's got to remain uh, important in our lives. It has to. It has to be the principle that we focus on. If it, if it comes between me and the, the body of Christ, I've got to put the body of Christ first. I've got to strive for unity above everything else. That's got to be important to us. Proverbs 6, 16-19 These six things doth the Lord hate, 
Yea, seven are an abomination unto him. Folks, I don't want to be a part of anything that's an abomination to God. I just don't want anything to do with it. A proud look, a lying tongue, and hands that shed innocent blood, and heart that deviseth wicked imaginations, feet that be swift in running to mischief, a false witness that speaketh lies, and he that soweth discord among brethren. Just a cursory glance at that. They seem kind of interrelated. <clears throat> we want nothing to do with any of these things. If I feel like I need to sow discord, if I feel like I need to talk bad about someone, because someone wronged me, maybe someone legitimately wronged me. Maybe someone is talking behind my back. Spreading lies about me. I've been in that situation, folks. I have. I've been in a church of 500 plus people. And just about every one of them knew something about me that I hadn't heard before. There was a rumor going on about me that I was a homosexual and that I had AIDS. I contracted AIDS. And I finally heard about it from one of my best friends. He approached me about it. Thank God someone did. I'm hearing this about you. Is this true? From where? Who said that? No, that's not true. Healthy as a horse. But everybody else that heard this thing, they just believed it. Now, what, was, what, what should my reaction have been? Well, if that's the way they're going to be, I'm leaving church. I give glory to God that that thought never crossed my mind. And it's not me. I think God protected me in that situation. Because that would have been my natural bent. To get angry. To get infuriated. How dare they? That's my reputation. But God led me to pray about it. Eventually, the truth came out. And those responsible were disciplined. God took care of it. I learned a valuable lesson. I learned a few valuable lessons there. Pray for your enemies. Bless those that curse you. Be Christ-like in the situation. Someone comes against you, shut your mouth. Let God fight the battle. You don't need to defend yourself. You don't need to stand up for your rights. Let God do that. He did an amazing job of doing that. Fantastic job. I didn't have to do anything except pray about it. I've been in other situations with other people where they responded differently. Unscripturally. And they were separated from the body of Christ because of it. And it doesn't take too much imagination to figure out how their lives are going today. It's hot garbage. Just like mine used to be. 
Christmas at home. If I could beg and plead with you guys, I would. Resist that spirit when it comes. Don't let it affect your relationship with your brother and sister. Just don't do it. Don't give it credence. Don't give it, don't give it the time of day. Move on from it. Don't let it affect you. Don't let it affect your brother and sister. Don't let it affect this body. 1 Corinthians 3 and 3 says, For ye are yet carnal, for whereas there is among you envying and strife and divisions, are ye not carnal and walk as men? We talked this morning about being conformed to the world or being transformed by the renewing of our minds. We need to be transformed, folks, by the renewing of our minds, not conformed to this world. Our standards are not found in this world. Our ideas of right and wrong are not found in this world. Our standard of holiness and righteousness is not found in this world. It's found in the Word of God. It's found in the character of Jesus Christ. That's our standard. That's our, our, our pinnacle. That's what we're trying to attain to every day. That's our goal, to become Christ-like. And if I have envy, and if I am striving for my own position to the disunity of the, of the fellowship, if I'm... Uh, am I not carnal and not spiritual? My desire is to be spiritual. But if my actions are carnal, what does that say about me? Folks, I've got to be spiritual. I've got to be Christ-like. I've got to have my eye on the prize every moment of every day. I've got to keep focused on the goal, and that's to attain heaven. Amen. That's our reward. That's, that's where we're headed. And I can't let anything, I can't let anything down here affect that. I can't let anything down here get in the way of that. Nothing is, nothing is worth that. Absolutely nothing at all. Is worth my salvation. Nothing is worth my relationship with Jesus Christ. I've got to esteem that more important than everything else in my life, including my reputation, including my maybe my good word. If it comes between my salvation and that, I choose salvation. If it comes between the unity of the body and that, I'll be wrong. I'll be wrong every moment of every day if it means stay, keeping the body of Christ together. I don't care. I want to see the work of God accomplished. I want to see the work of God accomplished in all of your lives. 1 Corinthians 12, 21-26 says this, The eye cannot stay into the hand. I have no need of thee. Nor again the head to the feet. I have no need of you. They much more those members of the body which seem to be more feeble are necessary. And those members of the body which we think to be less honorable, upon these we bestow more abundant honor. And our uncomely parts have more abundant comeliness, for our comely parts have no need. But God hath tempered the body together, having given more abundant honor to that part which lacked, that there should be no schism in the body, but that the members should have the same care one for another. And whether one member suffer, all the members suffer with it. Or one member be honored, all the members rejoice with it. 
Amen. We are one body, church. And we are all necessary to see the work of God accomplished. I pray from this pulpit no one ever gets the idea, no one ever starts thinking or believing that I'm not as important as brother so-and-so. I'm just, I'm just, I can't contribute as much as sister so-and-so. That's a lie from the pit of hell. That's a lie. We are all of us important to the body of Christ. Equally important to the body of Christ. I can be replaced just as easy as anyone else. Don't think for one second that's not the case. There are people much better qualified to be up here than me. It just so happens that it's the will of God. And God supplies the lack. Thank God. But in the flesh, there are people more qualified in public speaking than me. There are people more qualified in teaching than me. And there are people more qualified at your ministry than you. But you're the one God planted here. You're the one that needs to be here. You're the one that needs to, to, to move forward in that and accomplish that. And we need that. We need everybody here. It hurts us when someone is missing. It does. And I'm not just saying that because ah, you're the pastor and you, you get paid to say that. I feel that in here. I mean that from the bottom of my heart. We need everybody. We need every person. It does take everyone to do the work of God. Colossians 3, 12 and 15. Put on therefore as the elect of God, holy and beloved, bowels of mercies, kindness, humbleness of mind, meekness, long-suffering, forbearing one another, and forgiving one another. If any man have any quar a quarrel against any, even as Christ forgave you, so also do ye. And above all these things, put on charity, or love, which is the bond of perfectness. And let the peace of God rule in your hearts, to the which also ye are called in one body, and be ye thankful. When I allow myself to be consumed with envy or jealousy, or bitterness, or anger, or hatred, or a feeling of, of injustice that that's, I'm suffering through, we all know how that feels in our spirit. It's like a burning, itching yuck. There's no peace. There's no peace at all. That's all you can stay focused on. And anything that reminds you of that brings it all back. God is asking us, even in our times of legitimate wrong, to let it go. Let it go. No good comes from keeping on holding on to it. Certainly no good comes for you. Keeps you up at night. Causes misery. Contention. Uneasiness of spirit. I could go on. But when I truly forgive... And I give it to Jesus and I let it go. I fall asleep and my sleep is peaceful. I wake up 
rejoicing in the God of my salvation. I'm headed to heaven. Looking forward to see what God has in store today. How much better is that? Even when I'm legitimately wronged, we can do that. We have the power to choose to do that. We don't have to hold on to things. We don't have to. In fact, God doesn't want you to. He wants you to release it to Him. He wants you to let it go. When that Spirit comes knocking, tell it to shove off. That Spirit starts speaking to you, shut it down. You serve Jesus Christ. You're a child of God. And every day we can choose to act like that. Like we're children of the Most High God. We'll close with the verse we opened with Psalm 133 and 1. Behold, how good and how pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity. There's nothing better than that. There's nothing better when I know that my brother and my sister are praying for me. They love me. You don't always have to like me. I appreciate it when you do, but you don't have to like me. I appreciate that the body loves me. Amen. And I love each and every one of you. And I pray for you. And we want the best for one another, don't we? We want to see the body excel. We want to see my brother and my sister excel. Because if they can excel, maybe I'm next. Maybe God's going to use me next. Maybe He's going to push me forward next. Or maybe not. But it doesn't matter. The kingdom is moving forward. The body is moving forward. Together. We're moving forward together. That was God's intention the whole time. The whole time. Amen. Kind of a short message, but I want to give us time to, uh, to pray a little bit. Let's all stand. Preaching about the whole body. <clears throat> the body is not whole without you. It's incomplete without you. We are all of us necessary to accomplish the work of God. I'm going to ask those of you that would, please come to the altar at this point. And I want us to pray. I want us to pray together. I want us to intercede for this body. <coughs> If you feel led to do a little warfare praying, by all means, do some warfare praying. Do some intercession. Pray for your brother and your sister. If you have aught against your brother and sister, you can ask specifically that you pray for them. Now I can't have you pray with them because then everyone will know. <coughs> but certainly pray for them. Pray for anyone you feel led to pray for. Pray with anyone you feel led to pray with. Amen. We're the body of Christ. We're family. 
We squabble sometimes. That's what families do. But we love each other. Someone comes against the family, there's no more squabbling. Now we're all unified. Yeah. So let's pray, church. Let's pray against the Spirit. Let's pray that God continues to have His perfect way here. Folks, great things are happening. Things are starting to break. Things are beginning to move. Amen. But we can't, we can't sit back and rejoice. Well, we can rejoice, but we can't sit back. We've got to keep pushing forward. We've got to keep moving forward. We've got to press the advantage. Amen. Now is not the time to pause. Now is not the time to take a break. Now is the time to press. Something's got him stirred up. And I enjoy that very much. I enjoy giving him a bad day. Let's keep doing that. But at the same time, let's stay as one. Amen. Let's pray, church. Jesus, You're an awesome God. Lord Jesus, You're a mighty King. We heap glory and honor unto You. We worship and we praise You. We laud and we magnify You. All eyes, all hearts, all ears are attentive to Your voice right now, Thou Most High God. Speak to us, I pray. Bind us together as one in the Holy Ghost. Bind us together as one, I pray, and grant unto this congregation... Grant unto this body in this section and in this district a spirit of unity. Oh, hallelujah, Jesus. It is your perfect will that we be bound together as one, even as you are. Oh, hallelujah, Jesus. I pray, Lord God, that you would minister to every need represented in this congregation. Those joining us online, that you would meet those needs as well. That your presence would be felt there powerfully, as well as here. I pray, God, that you would move freely, that you would speak freely to those present here. I pray, God, that you would make us receptive to the sound of your voice right now. Help us, Lord Jesus, to move forward in you. Help us, Almost High God, to continue to walk in a manner worthy of you. Oh, hallelujah, Jesus, that we would esteem this body that you've placed us in, that we would esteem the body of Christ more highly than our individual needs and concerns. Hallelujah, Jesus, that we would, as the Scriptures say, esteem other better than ourselves, that we would look to the needs, the cares, concerns of those around us. Hallelujah, Jesus, that we would esteem the needs of my brother and my sister more necessary than my own, that I would love my brother and my sister in the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus that I would meet their needs, that I would lift them up in prayer, that I would demonstrate my love for them. Oh, hallelujah, Jesus, as you have loved me, as you have met every one of my needs, as you have forgiven me. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Thou most high God, minister to your people here today and bind us together as one. I pray against the spirit of division. In the name of the Lord God of hosts, I come against you in Jesus' name. I command you to shut your mouth. I bind you in Jesus' name. I cast you out of this place. Leave the people of God alone. Leave this body alone in Jesus' name. And I pray, O God, that your spirit, 
Your Spirit alone would have free reign in our lives. That Your Spirit and Your Spirit only is the one that we would listen to. Lord, help us to discern the voice of the Holy Ghost. Help us to discern the voice of Almighty God from all the other voices. Help us to hear only Your voice. Help us to recognize our Shepherd, our Good Shepherd. Help us to hear Your voice, to recognize Your voice when You call, when You speak, when You command. Hallelujah, Jesus. It is our desire to move forward in You as one. It is our desire to move forward in You together as one body. Help us to support each other. Help us to give credence to one another, Thou Most High God, as unto You. In serving my brother and my sister, I am serving You. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Continue to pray for one another, church. Continue to pray for one another.
Praise God. People are still praying. Continue to pray. Continue to pray just as long as, as, long as we need to. This is well-pleasing to God, church. Let's continue to reach out to Him. Let's continue to reach out. Let's pray for one another. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Jesus. Lord God, I pray for my brother and I pray for my sister. I pray, Lord, that they would feel the esteem and the love that I have. I pray, Lord, that they would feel the esteem and the love that You have for them. Hallelujah, Jesus. I pray, O God, that You would loose the ministries that You have placed within this church. That You would begin to loose the ministries that You have given Your individuals, Your your children. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah, Jesus. And bind us together as one. And help us to rejoice with our brothers and sisters as they, as they start moving forward in the kingdom. Help us to rejoice with our brothers and sisters as you begin to use them mightily. Help us, Lord Jesus, to, to weep and to cry with our brothers and sisters when they're struggling and going through circumstance and situation. I pray, Lord, in Jesus' name, when one goes through a situation, we're all going through it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Jesus. Oh, hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. People are getting answers. People are hearing from God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah.
If you're still praying, please continue to pray. Uh, if you're if you're done, please consider yourself dismissed. Uh, Tuesday prayer, 